Stephen King. Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Yes, please. Plus, Ed Sheeran. Are you? What are you doing with your hands down your pants? Oh, well, I'm, look, I'm trying to just rearrange myself. It's been a bit of a but hectic morning. Did you have to do, wait until we went on air for you? You just put your hands down What's your pants in front of me. the first opportunity I've had to sit down? To and sit what were down? you looking down there? You, because like, all I could see was your hands moving up and down. Oh, well, look, let's be honest. I get up this morning and the mother of my child's having a vom again. So I've got to go and clean the bucket out. It's amazing how desensitised you become to vomit. Oh, just, uh, just wash it out and give you. it the next one. What a horrible morning it's been for you. It has. She's still really feeling has. sick, is she? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get to work and someone's parked in my car spot. Oh, wow. I, I don't know how you've... Well done for oh, coming into work. Go on. How... How yeah, but the, but the morons that now park in my spot... Now you're taking off your, your top. I'm getting a bit overheated. The morons that park in my spot, they don't realise there's a domino effect. So I park in someone oh, else's wow. spot, and then they park in someone else's spot. And everyone's... Ugh, and they forget about the first moron that parked in my spot. And I'm all overheated because I watched oh, Game of Thrones last night. No, I know you haven't. And it was the biggest episode that has ever happened in the seven seasons. Yeah, okay. And in the Seven Kingdoms. And I'm not allowed to say anything because of spoiler alert. You can't ruin Game of Thrones. See, it's people that all haven't... I want to do is come in here and go, and just, Ugh. Oh, wow. But no one will be able to talk about it with Don't me. worry, I think you're dropping a lot of, you're throwing up a lot of shit right now, to be honest. <sighs> your, your pregnant oh, girlfriend's look, got the vomps, you've got I've got something diarrhea. over you. I can tell you what happened in Game of Thrones Don't at any given dare. moment. If you do that, I will walk out. Well, then you better start treating me Why nicely. Why is Mason ringing? Oh, he's probably lost this himself is, outside again. This, this is, is sorry, but oh. anyway, we'll be back. We'll regroup. I tell you what, this is going to be a show not to be missed, guys, because <laughs> um, this is not going like rehearsal did last night at midnight. Paul and Woody, you want to report? Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Glorious. Ten past six, Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. Uh, just rolling coverage this morning of someone parking in my spot. We're yet to know who it was, but we'll let you know when we do. No, can we just have a serious conversation? Okay, change of pace. Yeah. Marriage equality. See, okay. now... Maybe just... I don't have it as bad as I thought. Okay, guys. You've already whinged this morning because the carrier of our show, baby, Melissa, is vomiting again, yes. which makes you feel nauseous. Oh, I don't even say it. <clears throat> oh, it makes me... And so I... <sighs> Parked in your car spot. Oh, this is just... It's been one of those stressful And now mornings. you want to think that you've got to say on marriage equality. Well, that's right. Now, can I preface this by saying New Zealand, Ireland, Germany and Taiwan, they all have marriage equality yeah. and they're all still there. Yeah. Okay? Can I just start Everyone's by saying still that? Safe. Everyone's safe. Okay. So, in particular... It hasn't you... broken up any heterosexual relationships. No, not at all. I don't think there's been one. Oh, okay. Uh, so, if you are a National Party MP and you're hearing this, don't be afraid. Last time I checked the globe, Germany was there, Taiwan was there. We're checking (laughs) Ireland as we speak. Great. So, as we expected yesterday, the party room meeting that Malcolm Turnbull called the day before Parliament, you know, he's going back today, it turned into a night. 
Well, you know, it's when you've been summoned. You know what yeah, it's like for us. Yeah. When we're summoned out of hours. As soon as that door closes. We know, it, we know it's bad. Stuffed. Yeah. So, Malcolm. Oh, and when the... they put you in a room with no glass, oh, there's then an you know, office yeah, here. There's going to be crying. And we call it the yeah. crying room. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of crying. Okay. Some bizarre things happened yeah. in, in this particular meeting. Let me draw your attention to Nationals MP Andrew Broad, who threatened to quit the coalition over same-sex marriage if the Liberal Party allowed MPs a parliamentary vote on the issue without a plebiscite. He claims that he's got a block of 16. It would simply, on one issue, get up, walk out. Okay. The government would fall apart. Malcolm Turnbull would no longer be Prime Minister. Were they doing this after a couple of drinks? Because I know what it's like to have a couple and go, I'll go, I'll quit. Yeah. You overcommit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the morning, you I don't up, need this job. You go, oh, crap. Gotta pay the bills. Got an electricity. Then you gotta crawl back. Yeah. It's messy. Oh, wasn't it funny the other night when we all got trashed and we all said we were gonna quit? No, mate. It was you. <laughs> and you kept on saying that you had sixteen MPs that were gonna come with you. No one was with you. No one was standing behind you. So, long story short, uh Malcolm wants to put a plebiscite to Parliament again. It's never going to get up. So there's a suggestion that they could have this postal vote plebiscite that Erica Betts was blabbering oh, on about. But Erica Betts wants a postal vote, but it'll only take the results if they agree with him. Well, he's is... made no indication that he'll go along with the No. Result. So what a waste of money and time. The way I said is, this isn't a matter of when it's going to happen. Oh, if, it's when. Of course. So why are we wasting so much time and board. money and infighting? Oh, look, there's even a suggestion that perhaps a postal vote couldn't happen without parliamentary approval. So if Turnbull tried to force a postal vote, it could go to the High Court. But Look, I was thinking about being on the right or wrong side of history. Yeah. And I reckon what this is what it comes down to. You've just said it then. It's not a matter of if but when. So I've gone through the archives and I have found some material printed by the lobby group in the States when they held what we would call a referendum on whether or not women should get the vote. Oh, don't. Okay, so yeah. this is printed by the National Association Opposed to Woman Suffrage, headquarters in New York City. Votes of women can accomplish no more than votes of men. Why waste time, energy and money without result? That was their sort of slogan. So if you're Malcolm Turnbulls and Erica Betts are listening this morning, these are the reasons why presumably these men didn't want women to get the vote. Vote no on woman suffrage because 90% of the women either do not want it or do not care. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who okay. took that poll? The yeah. men? <laughs> oh, did they only poll themselves? <laughs> Vote no on women, women suffrage uh, because it means competition of women with men <laughs> instead of cooperation. Okay. Vote no because 80% of the women eligible to vote are married and can only double or annul oh. their husband's votes. Oh my yeah, that's the point. Yeah, exactly. If you're married to some flaw, <laughs> you've got to balance it out. Vote no because it can be of no benefit with the additional expense involved. Vote no because oh. in some states, more okay. voting women than voting men will place the government under petticoat rule. What the... This is starting to sound like the anti-marriage equality You're set. so right. And finally, vote no because it is unwise to risk the good we already have for the evil which may occur. 
does that not sound like half the argument against marriage equality? Yeah. And these flogs ended up on the wrong side of history. So are women allowed to vote? Because I haven't voted in about a decade. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Nineteen past six. Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody thirteen. The top with a possible shower. Um, no, we're not I'm talking about che- it. I'm just looking at the window because um, <sighs> yes, someone has taken my car spot this morning, and I've had to. If anyone's had a worse spot. morning, please thirteen yeah. twelve sixteen. I think it might be good for Paul to realise that one, no one cares. Two, there's people out there doing real jobs. Um, You're upset because Melissa, the carrier of our, our show baby, is vomiting this morning. Mm, you re- to clean that up. You readjusted yourself in front of me. Because I didn't have time to do it at home when I got dressed. And I then was pressed for time. You were upset that someone took your car park. Yep. So you parked in, what, someone else's spot? Yeah, and they're still there. And I left a note and, I don't know, it's going to be mayhem down oh, there today. Mason's ringing. Well, where is Mason? Uh, hi. Hey, you know how you guys were talking about that? Uh, it's Mason, by the way. Oh. You know how you guys were talking about that domino effect in the car park? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I've been um, short-handed, short-changed. So I've parked in your spot. Oh, God. Yeah. Because of the original moron. Okay. Well, yeah. Can mm. we not call sorry, that? Yes, Mason. Yeah, well. Well, I'm sorry, Mace, but it's it's survival of the fittest now. People are just down there parking wherever they want, so you're just going to have to take a spot at random. I've, I'm actually, I can see a couple of tents around. People are camping out here for car uh, parts. See, this is post-apocalyptic <laughs> sort of stuff. Okay, no, it's not. Yeah. Please don't be dramatic. Mason, I'm going to need you in, to come into work. Just I, double park someone no, in, Mace. don't. Just... Or park across some lines. Take oh, out three spots. No. It's every man, woman and child for themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. It's really wild down here. I've got to go, guys. Yeah. Someone's eating my leg. I've got to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is... Weekdays from 8am. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hip.com.au. So Darren Hinch and the Greens are negotiating a move to force all foreign-born senators to show proof that they've, <laughs> they're not holding dual citizenships. I don't know if you can go that, that far. I don't know that you can line any line everyone up that has. Oh yeah, once lining up happens, you I'm, know you've gone way too far. And how is Darren, why is Darren Hinch taking this upon himself? So he's not back on the red again, is he? <laughs> he's already had his new liver. So he's. I mean, how far does it go? Like, are there yeah. searches in place? Oi, you, you've got a funny last name. <laughs> Let's have a look at your papers. Yeah, I was born here, so was my grandmother. Which who, which um, politician was it? <laughs> that wanted to do a similar thing on the streets of Hobart and uh, of Australia where you could just go up <laughs> to people that. and say, I need to see your ID. Oh, well, how are these some of these people getting paid? It sounds a bit Pauline to me. I don't know if it was Pauline, but remember when I saw Pauline Hanson oh, on a street corner in Hobart? Not turning tricks or anything. No. But she was on the corner of, uh, I think it was like Elizabeth and maybe even Melville Street. Yeah. Just standing there in a pair of... 80s jeans. Was she holding a vote one nation oh. <laughs> sign-up? She had a bag of fish and chips. Oh, Trending. I she was getting back to her roots. Oh. Uh, okay. The seedy underworld nightclubs of China 
have been exposed. You've got to remember that China's a bit conservative when it comes to the nightlife. Underground vice clubs mm. where prostitution is rife and strippers bathe in tubs of beer. I can tell you, I was doing a corporate gig in Beijing many years ago. And it was Halloween. And I had a friend staying in Beijing at the time and he invited me to a Halloween party. And I stumbled across what I thought was the party. But it was one of these vice clubs. Oh, that you know that sounds like... Oh, I stumbled. That was accidental. Oh, you stumbled I walked down in, a back alley, and underground. There was oh. chains and whips and people strapped to walls. And what? there was stilettos and construction equipment. Oh, it was totally bizarre. And I only stayed there for about six hours. <gasps> and I stumbled back to the hotel at about seven in the morning. And as I walked into the hotel foyer, all of my clients were there. Oh, no, please don't. On the way to the breakfast buffet. And I thought, what am I going to do? I was doing a gig for Deutsche Bank. What? Yep. How many lives have you lived? And the <laughs> big boss, the CEO, looked at me. I'm thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he says to me, oh, Paul, you get up early. Do we have to do the accent? Yep. Oh, Paul, you get up early. And I said, yeah, yeah, just off from a morning jog. Even though I was wearing dress shoes, a pair of jeans and a shirt. <laughs> trending. The latest trending now. It is up at Hit Hobart. Spinning the wheel next with tickets to the movies. Follow what How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You know- Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for tickets to the movies in particular to see the one with Matthew McConaughey in it, The Dark Tower. It's a Stephen King and it's got Idris Elba in it. Doing huge things at the box office. Massive things. Um, I think it it cost 60 million bucks to make and they made a third of that back in their first weekend. (sighs) So to break even, a film needs to double what the budget was. So they're well on the way to the 120 mil. It's out here August 17. Now, um, as I spin the wheel, um, can we all stop speculating that Chris Pratt has done the nasty on Anna Faris? Well, because maybe there was just simply irreconcilable differences. But it's just weird because, it, like, yeah, I get that they've been married for eight years, and it's sad when a Hollywood couple. Break well, they up. were the perfect couple. They were, but. Recently, even, they were still posting lovey-dovey stuff. And they've got the gorgeous little son, and he wears the gla- he wears glasses. Have you seen him? He's so gorgeous, the kid. So it just makes me feel, think that something suddenly happened. What, that he cheated? Yeah. Well, statistics show... Well, actually, more women are cheating now than they used to. Yeah. But <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> it's so hard to argue with anyone when they start the sentence with... Statistic show. Yeah. Well, where are they? Statistics. Where's your dossier of uh, statistics? Oh, yeah. Apprentice Mace, can we get the statistics on how many men cheat compared to women? Okay. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Okay. And I don't want one of those That's Life magazine <laughs> polls that only has 300 people. I wouldn't be bagging That's Life. I love great, that. Great actually. magazine. Yeah. It is a great magazine. Take five as well. You like that one? I like Take, Take five, five magazine. Finished about a decade ago. Yeah, I read all the back issues <laughs> when I go to my doctor. <laughs> that's how much he loves it. The name of the game is what? what? Oh no, but that's what I've always hmm? had this issue. Why do doctor surgeries have such old magazines? I, I was under the impression that doctors get paid. <laughs> I went to. Um, 
Oh, do I want to say the business name? No. I went to a local Tasmanian uh, healthy eating oh. uh, place. Oh, and God. they had their business sticker on their, on their communal magazines. They had on every single page of the magazine, there was their big business sticker on a $5 magazine. On every page. Every single page. That would cost a lot of in stickers. You know, yeah. because people rip out I recipes. Do. I did it in a doctor's studio once. And do you know how that's how hard that is when it's quiet and you're just trying to go... <laughs> <coughs> that's what I did. You've got to do oh, it fast. something crackling. <laughs> that woman's got a back problem. So what did we spin up, Paul? Um, oh, you're still waiting on the statistics. I'm not sure it's men. Oh, there, there you go. There you I'm go. sure it's men. Yeah. So you've concluded that one? Yeah, I have. Okay, taking a straw poll of the studio. <laughs> I'll send that one through to the Mercury. Thank you. Um, what's my age again? This is where you call us on 13, 12, 16, and if we can't guess your age yeah. by asking you three questions, or from asking you three questions, uh, then you're going to go off to see the Dark Tower. 13, 12, 16. No limit in the sky that I won't fly for you. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hobart's hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Just before you get into it, I've got the statistic of the cheating. Oh, yes. And Uh, what is it? Men or women? Who cheat more? Okay, so women are having more affairs than ever. A recent study says the figure is around 20% for men. And a bit over fifteen percent for women. So, concluding like st- off the, those statistics. Yeah, Chris Pratt cheated on Anna Faris. Yeah, is that what you're saying. Yeah. There's... Oh, okay. Well, it's it's, a, it's an open and shut case, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I mean, she should get full custody then, if that's what you've ascertained. <laughs> and this is why statistic. you will never be a judge. <laughs> Don't. Hey, I'd move stomp it through. on her dreams. I would move it through the courts pretty fast, wouldn't I? Yeah, you would. I mean, none of this time. According to a statistic from the Daily Mail. (laughs) (laughs) You're starting to sound a little bit like another radio broadcaster in Harvard. Okay, can you please don't not do that? We just if I I was in charge, (laughs) you'd you'd see. I'm not saying who it is. I'm not saying who it is. Can we find out also, Mason, why women are cheating? No, we do have Sean on the line who is waiting very patiently. Sorry, Sean, we we didn't see you there. Spun the wheel. (laughs) We didn't see you walk in. No, it's on. Hang on, I'll just pop my top back on. (laughs) Just spun the wheel, stick goes on there, up with spark. And if there's any cases you'd like me to reside over, Sean, I'm happy to do it. Any relationship issues, Sean? No, no, everything's going swell, actually. Okay. Not once I get involved. No. <laughs> okay, this is for a double pass to see the Dark Tower. We're going to ask you three questions from your three answers. We're going to try and guess your age. If we can't, you're off to see it. No worries. What did you have for dinner last night, Sean? Oh, I had some McDonald's, actually. Oh, great. Follow-up question, what did you order? Oh. I had one of the new peri-peri uh, rats, actually. Oh, was it... Oh. It would be delicious. Well, of course it's delicious because every half hour we can thought, hear you actually. saying on the radio it's delicious. <laughs> you? Yeah. You're tied into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't the one that asked. What's your favourite movie? Uh, well, actually, watch the, um, at a friend's house and that would have to be the new King Arthur. What's this one? Oh, that's the one with um, the Sons uh, of Anarchy uh, guy. Yes, yes. It I, was actually an unreal movie. I haven't seen it. You're going to want to. I'm writing that one down. Yeah. 
No, it's really good. It's you were you were bordering on old person in the video I, shop then, just for a moment. The one with the guy, the the, the the Sons of Anarchy guy. Yes, that guy. That yeah, the, guy the, the one with the guy. Hair. Yeah, the the blonde guy. That's him. Is it Charlie Hannum? Oh, no, no. Okay. my name is Jack. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what his name is, but it's definitely not how you pronounce it's that surname. <laughs> um, okay, uh, if you were lived in a different world... This is four questions now. No, the, the McDonald's one but was But can we follow-up. move on? Can we just guess now because we're running late? Okay. I'm the judge, so Ugh. I've got other cases to see. Judgmental? Three, <laughs> two, one, 24. Oh, close. I'll be 24 in a, in a bit over a month, but I'm currently 23. Oh. No. He got you on a technicality there, Judge. No. Yeah. Well I reckon it was the Max's question that threw you off a little bit. It was. was. <laughs> well done. You're off to the movies, Sean. No worries. Thank you very much, Stop guys. Stop by again soon. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. It's right to feel it. 7 o'clock. Hobart's here, 100.9. Paul and Woody, we're listening out for Ed Sheeran's Sheep. It's going to happen before 8. As soon as they break in and you hear them, 13, 12, 16, to get yourself on the standby list to see Ed Sheeran live in Melbourne, flights and accommodation as well. We've already sent people from Hobart and we're sending more people this week. Yes. We're out of time. I was just going to explain that uh, we're going to fly you to the concert. We're not going to expect you to make your own way. No, but why Because there would are other we? radio competitions where in which you oh. win something and then you've got to make your own way there, but we're not doing that. But I can't talk about that now because we've got to why get to the news. Why do you keep air check- listening to other radio stations? No, people send me letters. Letters? Yes. People still send me letters? I've got a bag of mail out there that I still need to read today, so oh let's get to the God. news. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Introducing the $5 McRap of the day at Macca's. Available weekdays, 10.30am to 2pm. Ed Sheeran's sheep are coming. We've got word. Yeah. As soon as you hear them, 13, 12, 16, it's going to happen inside the next 50 minutes. I hear they're approaching the studio. They're yes. on the Brooker. Treat them as a roundabout. They could be here in Melville Street at any tick of the clock. And you could be going to see Ed Sheeran yep. in Melbourne. Hey, incidentally, speaking of... Wild animals. Have you seen the vision circulating on the socials this morning of the platypus in the rivulet? What? Yeah, the platypus spotted in the rivulet. And everyone laughed at me because one night I'd had a few and I was walking around the corner from the cinema in town, not near the men's gallery, and <laughs> I went past the car yard on the corner and I swear that I saw a platypus in the rivulet after it had been raining. You know, you can look down into it. Yeah. And I swear it was a platypus and everyone's like, no, nah, it would have been a rat. Well, there is footage of a platypus swimming in the rivulet and it's circulating on the socials. So we have platypus... Mm, or platypi. Platypi? I don't know. Is that the plural? Yeah. I've lived in about my whole life. Yeah. I've never seen a platypus. Well, I saw one in the rivulet and now there's footage okay. confirming that. If you can confirm that as well. Yes. Preferably before you've had a couple. 13, 12, 16. Yeah, and that's why my story <laughs> apparently didn't have any substance because I'd abused some substances. <laughs> have you seen a platypus? Uh, next. Well, you're going to want to check your windscreen this morning. Mm. Maybe even your front door. Yep. What people are doing around Hobart and what could be left for you. We've got a cover off of this. Well, that could happen to you. Yes. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. 11 past 7. <laughs>
podcast. Fourteen past seven. Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody, we've got to put the show on hold because yes. Paul's gone cuckoo. So we've had yeah. to stop down because I'm struggling to find it now. But I found footage online early this morning. I didn't get a lot of sleep because of the girlfriend vomiting. She's um, almost into her third trimester. And I was up and I'm looking at videos and I swear there is video circulating of a platypus swimming in a rivulet in the city. And I said this a couple of months ago that I'd seen one. In our city. In our city. In Hobart. I said that I'd seen it. I, I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> it was down near the cinema, around the corner where the car yard near is. Near the men's gallery. Look, it just so happened the men's gallery is on that block. And I looked over the side of the road, yeah. and I'd swear, I seen it, I seen it, I swear it was a platypus. Had you had a couple that night? Yes, I had. See, that's why I believe I still you. had all my faculties. <laughs> See, I just think Ooh. it's cool. Uh, hit 100.9, who's this? Hey, Jacob. Jacob, what are you calling for, about? About the platypus in the rivulet. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. It's a funny story, actually. I had a, um, a guy from Canada staying at my house for a few weeks. And he'd been staying at the uh, one of the backpackers in town, and they used to go down there and play music. And the platypus would come out and swim around while they were doing that. No, Back- backpackers. Yeah, yeah. So the backpackers used to just like crawl down into the rivulet there crawl near the down. cinemas. <laughs> what, so, kind of, what kind of music were they playing to the platypus? Well, they had a, uh, a little harmonica and a guitar. And w- when he told me this story, I thought, no, you're, you're pulling my leg, mate. There's yeah, no yeah. way he that was, happened. Or he was pulling on something else. <laughs> yeah. And then, so one night he's gone, no, come, come along. And we went down there and within 10 minutes of them playing and singing, the platypus was out swimming around. No, I can't. Oh, I just, ridiculous. I can't even. I need you to take me down. There. No, that sounds weird. Look, Woody wants you to take her down to the rivulet one night. <laughs> you and your backpacker mates. <laughs> Can't you make a woman happy, please, Jacob? Just in his platypus. And look, if the platypus turns up, hey, the platypus turns up. (laughs) Either way, everyone's a winner. Are they? Am I still a winner in this scenario? I'm not sure. Oh my god, that is unbelievable. Paul, we're taking a harmonica down. Yes. Um, I'll. You could be like the Pied Piper, but (laughs) but for platypie, the the Pied Piper of platypie. Okay. Weekdays from eight a.m. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. Well, you want to check your windscreen this morning, Hobart? Mm, yes. There's oh. a ma- no, there's a man on the loose <sighs> in Hobart. Odd-looking man. He's hard to miss. He's often in a tracksuit, an Avengers tracksuit. And he is a serial note leaver. I love leaving a note. I'll admit it. And I want to know on 13, 12, 16, who left a note and what did the note say? I've left a note on a car this morning that was in my car spot. Yeah, what does the, the note say? You're starting a war here in the All office. I did was I, I just wrote a note. Um, I'll just paraphrase. It was just alerting the person that it has been my car spot for some time. What are you doing in it? I signed my name and okay. I left my phone number on it. Okay. Just in case they wanted to escalate the situation. Is, is there and anyone I am not adverse to leaving a note. I want to know if there's anyone else in Hobart that actually leaves notes as well. And what did you leave it on? Because it's not just cars that you leave notes on, is it? Paul? There was an incident wherein we incident. some food was left in my recycle bin. Do you check? So you 
inspecting yeah, your recycle bin. They didn't take the bin. Okay. And I got one of those stickers. Have you ever been stickered? No. You I get stickered. You ever been stickered? No. Oh, I get stickered all the time. You have been around the block a few times, oh, haven't you? I love getting stickered. Uh, no, I got stickered on my recycle bin, and it was. They wouldn't collect the bin because of um, there was, oh, I don't know, illegal things in it. I don't know. So I opened the bin up, and it was full of food. Right. So I'm thinking, who's put all this food in my recycle bin? Uh-huh. And I started to, I got the gloves on, and I started to go through it because I wanted to find some clues. Oh, you did. Ah. You were going through rubbish yeah. that isn't even yours. And I found no. an empty prescription bottle of pills. But hang on. Have a you minute. had some of those pills this morning? No, they weren't mine. They were different ones. <laughs> and I looked at it, and there was a name on it. Oh, God. I thought, you beauty. So I got a garbage bag, and I put all the food in the garbage bag, and I tied the garbage bag up, and I sat it on the footpath at the front of my house. And then I got a big piece of butcher's paper and a big oh texter, and I wrote two <laughs> misses, and then no, wrote not... the person's name. Okay, yeah. Uh, you must have accidentally put all of your food rubbish in my recycle bin. I've been very generous to put it all together for you and you can collect it. <laughs> That's not passive aggressive. At your own convenience. Right. And once again, the Simon name and put my mobile phone number underneath it. And I went inside and I had a busy day. I watched a bit of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour later, I went outside the house. It had gone. After you'd publicly humiliated the yeah. poor woman. Yes. That's really nice. Yes. And how many prank calls did you get after leaving your number? My phone has <laughs> rung off the hook. <laughs> Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Okay. Trending now at hit.com.au. One, two, three, four. Do you know there's such a thing as fruitarians? What's a fruitarian? They just eat fruit. There's a 21-year-old fruitarian from the UK that's trending at the moment. Says that... He gets 80% of his daily food intake from bananas, consuming up to 150 yellow fruits every week. He says, I'm now healthier than ever. I cannot recommend it enough. But you know what's going to happen? Someone will have a crack at them being a fruitarian because you know how there's those groups and they're pushing at the moment for people to be aware that when you eat a fruit or vegetable, they feel the pain, the fruit or vegetable. Oh, my. So, God. no, they that's do. Ridiculous. You look, you're rolling your eyes at yeah, me. Because but they, that's just a fallacy. It's not a Mace, can we Google that? Oh, it's not a fallacy. It's like, have they been reading Munch Bunch books? And you no, remember the Munch Bunch book? It's not the movie that Seth Rogen did. They haven't watched that and thought it was a decent oh, documentary. Sausage Party. <laughs> it's not that. There are actually people that are pushing the message that if you eat a carrot, for instance, and you eat it raw, that the carrot can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're looking at me like that I've been ludicrous. having a couple. Oh, then, then there's a knock on the door and it's a carrot's family. What did you do to Actually, our son? Yes. Sorry, I've got an article here. Yes. Uh, this might be a little bit interesting. Yeah. Bad news for vegetarians. Plants can hear themselves being eaten and become defensive when attacked. There you go. No. There you go. Now I'll tell you how it works. So... Oh. Is this an article on The Onion? No, 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 no. Daily Mail. No, it's just about an onion. <laughs> So the plant can hear vibrations. And when it hears vibrations, as in the feeding noises from like a caterpillar eating the plant, what happens is the plant will release defensive chemicals that can repel attacks from insects such as caterpillars. I reckon we've got to get uh, plants involved in the war on Isis. Trending. Now, come on, guys. 
an onion has many layers. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about Betty Cuthbert because what? Betty Cuthbert passed away yesterday. She was seventy nine years old, and a lot of younger people might be thinking, "Well, you know, what's the big deal about Betty Cuthbert?" Have a listen to this. At the age of 18 years old, she competed at the 56 Melbourne Olympics, and at 18, she won the 100-metre sprint and the 200-metre sprint. She also took part in the 4x100-metre relay team, and she was our first triple gold medalist. Okay? In 1964, years later, she pulled a hamstring, so she decided to retire. This is four years after being 18 years old and winning three gold medals. In 64, she reconsiders, she shoots off to the Tokyo Olympics and she brings home the 400-metre gold medal. She won a gold medal in the 100, the 200 and the 400. Trending. Unbelievable athlete. For the latest trending now and Scoopler, it's up at Hit Hobart. Here's a track from our old school album on iTunes right now. 22 to 8. We're listening out for Ed Sheeran's Sheep. As soon as you hear them, 13, 12, 16, get yourself on the standby list to see Ed Sheeran live in Melbourne. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 18 away from 8, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. It's from our old school album on iTunes now. This phone topic roulette. Anything can happen. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. 13, 12, 16, if one interests you, you can end the segment at any time by calling that number. Okay. Make Huge me good today, Paul. Yeah, I've got some corkers today. Average this week. Okay. Um, the Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, yes. I've been wanting to talk about this for weeks. You've just banged on about it in the office. You've got to watch The Handmaiden's <laughs> Tale. You can watch it on the SBS app. <laughs> Is anyone watching it? Is it any good? I've already told you it's brilliant. Yeah, but I don't know if I believe you. It's like a post-apocalyptic world where women's rights are taken away from them. Yeah, but you like Bold and, and the Beautiful. The, oh, so what? Don't well, hold that against it's me. it's awful. And I, I just want to know if it's worth watching The Handmaiden's Tale. And these handmaidens, this isn't a spoiler alert, but these handmaidens, because a lot of women are now infertile, they're sent to have children for... You know, fancy, fancy people that are very rich. So they're like concubines. Where women can't work or read anymore. It's a bit like the world Erica Betts wants us to go back to. <laughs> no, it is. is <laughs> you're not even a... allowed to be. You're not even allowed to be gay. Really? Yeah. Do they have a plebiscite in it? <laughs> All right, I want to know if Woody's Come on track on. here. It is brilliant. The Handmaid's Tale. Is it worth watching? Oh. 13, 12, 16. Mums and dads. Do you feel the cake pressure? Is this becoming a thing where you're feeling this pressure to make a phenomenal birthday cake for your child? I'm seeing a lot of this on Facebook. What happened when I was in my day? You'd just get a Woolies mud cake or something. Yeah, or mum would bust open the Woman's Weekly cake book. But now I feel like mums are feeling a lot of pressure because a kid wants a Thomas the Tank Engine cake or a Spewing volcano. Yeah. And my sister-in-law, her daughter wanted an ice cream cake, but not one you can buy. There was one with exploding, um, like, strawberries and stuff no. coming out. No, you just go and get the no. Fredo Frog one. No. We got it for Mason's birthday. Remember when he turned 20? I know we did. Cake pressure. I just feel as though, what's your kid asked for? Did you attempt it? How did you go? All right. 13, 12, 16. 13, 12, 16, do you take a grandparent on holiday? Oh, 
Hold it. I'll save that for tomorrow. Oh, this makes me nervous. What do we got? Hit 100.9. Who's this? Hi, it's Jess. What would you like to talk about, Jess? Um, I love The Handmaiden's Tale. Yes. Yeah. Well, Paul, you didn't believe my review, so you have What makes it so good, Jess? Oh, it's just fantastic, just the way that it's all set back in. It is like pre-apocalyptic and the acting was fabulous. Yeah. Are there any wolves or dragons? Is there potential for a wolf or a dragon in season two? I don't know. I hope there is a season two. Oh, there there is. I checked it last night because I finished it. It's coming in 2018. Oh, oh God! I know it's way too far away. You know what this is? What Ninja Warrior all over again? Everyone's saying, you're going to watch Ninja Warrior, oh, you're going to see Ninja Warrior. We have Warrior. to put up with you talking about your cartoon characters three hours a day, five days a week. Well, that I never made it personal and you just did. <laughs> okay, thanks for your call. Oh, what are they doing I don't here? know. Hobart's hit 100.9. Hello. Oh, look at you. Paul and Woody. It's a nasty one. Where should we run to? We got the world in our... It's Paul and Woody podcast. Twelve away from eight on Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. Hello. I've been trying to teach them to bite you. Yeah, one of them did something to my leg before. Okay, that was. I'm not going to wake up with a lamb chop. Woody and Sheeran Sheep will bar to a different song. Stop. Identify the song to win your way onto the standby list to see Ed Sheeran live in Melbourne. Please no more sheep jokes. I'm so sheeped out. It's not funny. Oh, don't be silly. No, I am. Okay, so this is how it works. Ed Sheeran's sheep are going to sing a song. Yes. If you can guess the song, yeah. you're on the standby list. Hobart's shortest standby list. That's right. To go if and you see guess Ed Sheeran. the sheep song, oh. you, you yeah, I get the are you. on the standby list. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm being a bit of a dag. Oh, I can't. See, All right. You, cannot, you can't have to tell this was Paul's idea. Good morning, Louise. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Have you been playing along at home? Uh, <laughs> yep. Excellent. Good answer. I don't believe it, but good answer. No, no. Well, I've, I've been in touch with the PlayStation people. They want to turn this game into a, a PS4 game. Oh, my gosh. It's not even worthy <laughs> of a Nintendo Early version. Now, this is what's going to happen, Louise. I'm going to open up the shearing shed. We're going to have a listen to the sheep sing an Ed Sheeran song. You guess what the song is. You're on the standby list. Okay. Awesome. Let's see how we go. Here we go. I apologize for that. You do put your nails down a chalkboard, blackboard, isn't it? That was terrible. Come on, Lois. You having a good time? You've had that reaction before, haven't you? (laughs) Women laughing is everything. Saying that's terrible. Yeah. Um, Castle on the Hill. Oh, Oh, wow. See? You laugh at it and you say it's terrible. (laughs) But you enjoy it deep down. Oh, my gosh. Well done. You're on the standby list. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. It'll be back from 6am tomorrow.
Hits Paul and Woody podcast. My way. You know we're giving away a brand new car with cash converters. How do we spot the car if we see it on the streets? It's a Ford Fiesta. Mm-hmm. It's white and with big black letters it says, win this car. Okay, there's a giveaway there. Yeah. And if you want to win it, this week just take down any LCD TV, large or small, they don't care. You're going to get cash back for your TV. Yeah. And you're also going to get a ticket in the draw to win the car. We're talking about taking it into the Cash Converters new super retail centre at Moona and their buy centre... At Rosney Park. And you think about, like, a lot of people just either throw out or give away TVs. A lot of generous people give their oh, TV what, to a younger <laughs> member of staff that they work with. Do you, do you want me to actually say who it is? I don't think we need to tell Hobart about me giving Apprentice Mason my old television. I don't think it's only because you couldn't be bothered taking it to the tip. Like, you got it home and it doesn't even turn on properly. Yeah, now I'm trying to get it back so I can go down to Cashies and get some <laughs> dollars for it. I think he's already taken it down there. Oh, he hasn't. Is it? So if he wins the car... <laughs> I get to drive that car on weekends if he wins it. <laughs> um, you can also take down your jewellery or gold, your late model iPhone or Samsung mobile phones, PlayStation or Xbox gaming consoles, musical instruments and late model power tools as well to get a ticket in the drawer. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. A couple away from eight. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, we're doing Shore of Origin next. East side taking on the west side. We need someone from the uh, east. west. Do oh, we? east, sorry. Yeah, I think it is east. We were victorious again. Yeah, well, again, I mean, let's not forget the woman that we had on the show for about three weeks from oh, the come east on. side. She was the carryover loser. I think she just deliberately lost. To hang out with us. Oh, actually, no. Come on, come on mate. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've told a lot of lies over your career, but that one was a <laughs> big, fat porky. Say it with a straight face. We need someone um, from the east yeah. side to take on Daniel from the west side. $100 cash is guaranteed. Thanks to Cash. Hits <laughs> Paul and Woody podcast. Yeah. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Introducing the $5 McWrap of the day at Macca's. Available weekdays, 10.30am to 2pm. We've got to talk about some more direct flights coming to Hobart. Yeah. And leaving from Hobart as well. Well, we can visit a whole new city directly. But we've also been talking about cake pressures. If mums and dads are feeling it from kids, because it feels like back in my day, I was lucky to get a Woolies cheesecake. Yeah. You know, frozen. Yeah, mum would make a sponge. But now, one of my friends, quite a few of my friends, have said they feel this pressure because kids are going to other kids' parties and then coming back and they're like, I want a rhinoceros cake. Well, you see the photos on the socials. Oh, and my sister-in-law just had a meltdown trying to make an ice cream cake. Didn't The kid didn't want to bought one. Well, didn't want the Frodo Frog one that we got, Mason. <laughs> uh. And it ended up like curdled milk. Like of course, making ice cream is not easy. <laughs> Rachel, do you feel the cake pressure? Uh, yeah, I always buy a cake for my kids that a friend makes, but I used to try and make them myself. What kind of things did your kids ask for? Uh, my son asked for a Lego brick one, and too much green food colouring, and turned everyone's poo bright green. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did she say everyone's yeah. poo? So what, did, did the other kids' parents let you know? Yeah, yeah I'm surprised how many calls I got about it, actually. <laughs> My child went to your house and now he's pooing out something that looks like Play-Doh. Pretty much. Wow. Why are mums and dads now being forced to be artists? Like I thought you were going to say why are mums and dads checking their children's faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you've been around to Rachel's house. Pop off the toilet, I'm looking in the bowl. <laughs> Typical. 
Thanks for your call, Rachel. 13, 12, 16, if you want to add to it, it's 8 past 8. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 14 past 8, Hobart's hit 100.9. Let's fight. On Hits Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin, powered by Cash Converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash and you could win a car. It can get ugly. It can. We can't lie about that. Yeah, it's it is. vicious. You're talking about the east side. It can be hideous over there. Can you? I'm I'm almost over your jokes, and I use that term loosely about the east side. You you come to visit me, and you'll say, "Oh, I've just got to get a packed lunch, well, yeah, and I've got to fill up forever. my car." It doesn't. God, I get halfway to Harrow, and I've got to get out and stretch the legs. <laughs> So well, you know who the losers are today? Nah. We've got a carryover one from the west side from yesterday. Welcome back, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, that's the attitude we like here, mate. Good Do you travel stuff. to the east side often? Um, so. At least uh, I want to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You only well, ever do it to bloody much a, over there. Nah, you get a plane occasionally. but Anywho, who you got? I got Claire from the east side. Hi, Claire. Hey, how you going? We don't want them on our side anyway. No, we don't. No, really, we don't. Definitely not. We might use all your tank water. All right. (laughs) Uh, This is what we're going to do. Woody's going to ask three questions. Best of three. You can buzz in at any time. Claire, your buzzer will be east. Daniel, your buzzer will be west. And I will do my best to adjudicate. Let's do it. Who did Anna Faris break up with yesterday? West. Yes, West. Chris Pratt. He's on the board. Which show is Sam Frost on now? East. Yes, East. Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yes, yes. We need a tiebreaker, Woody. Who is the federal opposition leader? East. Yes, East. Bill Shorten. Oh, we've done it, done it again. It. She's bloody done, done it. We've done it again. She's bloody done it. I can't the believe it. The best side. Oh, yeah, good friend. She came out of nowhere and she did it. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> you'll be back, I believe it's for your third day. Doesn't matter. Is it? Doesn't matter. No, Dan four. and I just like... Oh, just sorry, four. Yeah, but don't worry about that, Daniel. Yeah, don't have, to, don't have to answer her. Have you right. never learnt to lie about your numbers? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thanks to Cash Converters. And the new Super Retail Centre. with the quick... It's Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody, 13 the top with a morning shower coming up next. It got scrappy. It was scrappier than a netball match. Mm. Well, there were more claws used. Oh, my goodness. We have to take you inside. Malcolm Turnbull. He pretty much locked everyone in a room. Yes. For a moment there, I thought we were going to go inside Malcolm Turnbull. I thought it was going to be a bit of exploratory surgery. <laughs> what, like a colonoscopy? Yeah. We're going to stick a camera in there and fish around. Like a verbal colonoscopy because this is radio. So well, that's true. So we're going to do a verbal colonoscopy <laughs> on Malcolm Turnbull, uh, Senator Erica Betts oh. and their cronies in the coalition. Who pays me to talk for a living next? Wait up. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. Oh, Liam Gallagher mm. from Oasis. He's releasing a solo album. Great. So he's on the promo tour, getting himself headlines, definitely. So he's already called James Corden a knobhead and said there's no way he'll do carpool karaoke. <laughs> and James Corden is a Brit and a very successful one. I know. No, he's a knobhead. He's no, a we knobhead. don't have to explain why. Okay. He's just a knobhead. Yeah. Um, it'd probably be easier or faster to go through the people he does like, Liam Gallagher. Yeah, that's true. Because there's not many. Yeah. Uh, he left a gig after just 20 minutes citing vocal issues. 
<laughs> Isn't that his fault? Yeah. And then a video came out of him gate crashing an Irish pub, getting up on stage and jamming. It wasn't at the same. It wasn't the same night that he was supposed to do his, his own gig. A couple of days but, oh, after, okay, but still. Right. He's going to sing in a tick. He's not going to swear, is he? I hope not. Just listen out for me. Okay. Here he comes. He's, he's got a point. He's from Oasis. It's not exactly Galway Girl, is it? But it's a bit like when you've had a couple. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get on stage with the band? Yeah. I did that with Daryl Braithwaite. Oh, that's right. And he threw you off stage. Yeah, he did. Um, during Horses, which is really the only reason he gets booked, and you ruined that for him. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't exactly one of the Oasis hits. It wasn't exactly Wonderwall. Nah. If, Trending. If you threw him on stage at a pub, you'd, you'd want Wonderwall. Of course. Hey, if you want to look like someone in Game of Thrones, you can jump online today and have it delivered to your house what? within a couple of days. Get out. Yeah. You know when they're at the wall or sometimes at Winterfell and they've got, like, furry capes? Yep. Ikea rugs. They are not. They buy the Ikea rugs and they dye them and then they turn them into capes. I was just watching those last night yep. thinking... That'd be pretty cool to wear one of those. Oh, that's... Trending. Jon Snow needs an Allen key to put his clothes together. <laughs> oh, how about your friend's Woolies? Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, there's been a glitch in the system, and if you used a Visa card at Woolies, Woolworths Liquor, Big W, or a Woolworths Servo, anywhere as far back as March, check your statements because you may have been double billed. You'll be checking yours tonight. Of course I will be. And you have a lot of transactions to go through. Oh, particularly a big W. Um, <laughs> now, Woolworths, of course, are apologising and they'll refund you the money. They're yep. not trying to steal the money from you guys. Yep. But check it. It does bring a new meaning to, like, double debit day, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. Is it a new thing? They're just Trending. <laughs> I'm worried because of all that Woolworths shopping I did for the Marvel discs. Oh, yeah. I was down there spending 20 bucks at a time and something. I was like, good. So the latest trending now in Scoopler, it's up at hit.com.au. Colin Morty. The two get undressed. I hear symphonies in my head. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Supported tonight on Hobart's Hit 100.9 Paul and Woody. We're on the search for a platypus that Paul believes he's spotted. No, I definitely saw a platypus. After you'd had a couple. And there was. Rivulet. There was one in the rivulet yep. down near Men's Gallery. Um, okay. I saw it late one night or early one morning, depending on how you look at it. Um, and then I'm sure that I saw some evidence on the socials this morning, but now I can't find it. We're still getting more calls on 13, 12, 16. Ashley, got? have you seen it? Well, I haven't actually seen it, but my girlfriend actually has, and she witnessed it and saw it, and she has been talking about it ever since. Now, <laughs> Ashley, I do have to ask... And I'm sorry I've got to ask this question. Had she been drinking? No. Okay, because I think she will have been the first sober person to have seen it. <laughs> okay. Because so, I reckon the backpackers were drunk, and I definitely had had a few. Yeah, went past the rivulet and saw it sitting in the rivulet one day. Was it by itself? Was it hanging with a posse? 
Uh, just by itself, apparently. Yeah. Now, was it There's across the road? There's videos on YouTube as well. Oh, we've got to get the videos on the YouTube then. Yeah. Now, was she near the men's gallery? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Well, that's probably a question for you to ask her in the privacy of your own I think there's other things than... around the men's gallery. Like there's... What else is up there? Well, there's the... Um, the... The cinema. The cinema. Yeah, 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 that's and there. And there's some government building. Yeah, I think Centrelink's there. Yeah. And there's lights in a road. Yeah. Oh, Mason's just showing me the, the platypus. Oh. So you've got South Hobart, Platypus, December 2016. There's, oh, wow. The so Rivulet 2. Hang on, Mason's showing me a video as well. Oh, of, yeah. No, Mason, that's a beaver, not a... Uh, oh. Not a platypus. No, he showed me a video from the States. Okay. Thanks for your call, Ashley. If you want to add to it, 13, 12, 16, Paula Woody, hit 100.9. Got a girl from the south side, got brazen hair. First time I've seen her walk by. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Nine away from nine. Hobart C 100.9. Paul and Woody. How about Jetstar? This is a concern. Well, it was a concern that you actually found out about it before it was announced. There was an embargo and then I tried to put it on the radio yesterday and I was stopped by our legal department. Yeah, but Hobart to Adelaide, direct flights, Mm. return flights, only on three days a week. Mm. But they said if the demand's there, they'll look at increasing it with Jetstar. That worries me. It's not the Hobart to Adelaide league that worries me, it's the Adelaide to Hobart league. Well, well, I think that 55,000 people will utilise that service on those three days. It's potential for (laughs) 55,000 South Australians to... Sneak in. Please. My it's hard enough trying to stop the boats from South Australia. Now we're going to have to stop the planes. You know that one of my best friends lives in Adelaide. Yeah, and when she was going to visit Let's not Hobart, talk. what did she think? What did she think? She, she thought she needed a passport exactly. to get to Tasmania. And so she rang me and said she'd cancelled her flight. Good. Because her passport hadn't arrived. We don't need her down here. I don't need those people. She's lovely. I don't need people from Adelaide taking our jobs. Our jobs? Um, I'm really concerned by this. I don't want to see the Adelization of Hobart. What? You know, I don't I don't want I don't want to be walking through the mall and having to play a game of Spot the Tasmanian. Okay, thanks, Pauline Hansen. That's what you sound yeah, like. And part of the problem is that they sneak in. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> They they, they 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 they're queue jumpers as well. What? If they've done an online check in, <laughs> and they come over here with their webbed feet. Yes, Pauline. Have you seen some webbed feet? Yeah, I have. The they're very fast swimmers, and this concerns me. Fifty-five thousand. Just think about that figure for a moment. You could fill Bell Reeve three times. Okay. And well, I don't want I don't months. want a situation oh, like t- we're seeing in Sydney this morning, a tent city. I don't want to see a tent city right. in the mall of people from Adelaide coming over here looking for a better life. Okay? I don't want that. Because it's not good for our city. Crime will be through the roof. Oh don't! Why you know you- that it will. Can you just stop? You know what the figures are, and I won't get specific. Because you, you don't know. know. 
That's what you can tell someone doesn't know. I'm not going to get specific about the statistics, but we know it's very bad over there. And I don't want to be walking up the street and seeing people that look like Tex Walker or Mark Rusciuto. I don't want to bump into Natasha Stott to spoil they're not the White Walkers, you know. That's exactly no, what they not. are. We don't they need are. a wall. We don't. They are the God. South Australian Walkers. If that, if that and I don't want them oh. shuffling with their Barossa Valley wines. They're always trying to shove that down your throat, aren't they? And their Malls Balls. What? Balls? Oh, the Malls Balls in the Rundle Mall. Oh, okay. They'll be showing you pictures of their Malls Balls. <laughs> On their old phones. Oh, God, I don't want it. I'm not happy with it. I'm sorry. I'm honestly not. Okay. Well, I couldn't tell. But um, <laughs> if Jetstar want to spend any money with our show. Yeah, we'll do a promotion. We're sending yeah. you an Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Singer. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Despacito. Just after nine o'clock on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody, if you uh, want to stick around... The Apprentice Mason show. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I really own now, a better we've got to plan. learn how to sell his show better okay. because we've been criticised by our superiors that we don't give it enough yeah. love. The, but the Apprentice Mason show, which is what he wants... Oh, you don't want the Apprentice there, do you? Anymore? No, just the Mason show. The, the Mason, Mason show, show is coming up, which he wants to call it. I still it think you've got to call it the Mason Tucker experience. Yeah, I don't well, mind that. When you do listen to my show, what kind of... Ex- what, what feelings do you get, Paul? When I Nauseous. listen... Nauseous. Yes. Okay. When, when I listen to it. Yes. Um, have you listened to the Mason no, show? No, Mate, come on. What do you do after 9am? Um, oh, listen, that's when you come on? Is that when you come yes. on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're on through to about, oh, what, 11 or something? Let's no, it's 12 o'clock. Well, can you let me finish my sentence for a start? Uh, okay. 9 to 12, and you... <clears throat> I think that answers the question. It's a good show. Did we do better? Just go to the ads. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's more entertaining. You're here to party. Hits Paul and Woody podcast.